Hey there, welcome to another episode of the Retire Simply Podcast. I'm Scott Winstead. And I'm Angela. And we're back bringing you a new month of all things retirement related. And most people, Angela, don't know that September is actually a pretty special month in the financial planning world. It sure is, honey. (laughs) Uh, I think you and I might be the only people that uh, think about this or know this, but actually September is Life Insurance Awareness Month. It sure is. Do you think we're the only ones celebrating uh, with cake for breakfast because of this? Absolutely. We're definitely the only people doing that. So (laughs) um, Life Insurance Awareness Month is September. And we thought, well, what better time to talk about all things life insurance related Mm -hmm. than the month of September. So here we are, brand new month. And um, as usual, we're going to take this big topic called life insurance and we're going to break it down into a four-part series and the series will continue to grow on each other. Um, So today what we're going to do is lay the foundation. Yes, yes, absolutely. It is a foundational conversation because you've heard us talk about very detailed information, which we'll continue to do over the months and years, but we thought it would be a good time to just really break it down, um, just define some terms for you um, and just get really general. So we've got a great platform to then learn all of these other things. Yeah, and the the reason we, we want to share this with you, and I think it's so important, is because, you know, Life insurance is something that most people know about and are aware of. They have through an employer or maybe they have um, a policy on their own. But I would say there's probably been the most amount of innovation in the financial world around insurance tools, Mm -hmm. way more than the financial tools out there. So there's been way more innovation over the last 10 years around annuities, life insurance and tools like that than there have been around stocks and bonds and all of that. So um, to start, let's just talk a little bit about insurance on a very basic level. Okay. Okay. So there's four components to every life insurance policy. And this is regardless of the type of policy that you have. There's four components. Okay. So there's the insured, right? The insured person. There's the beneficiary. Mm -hmm. There's the premium. And then there's the death benefit. Yeah. So, Angel, why don't you explain maybe a little bit about those four things to everybody? Sure. When we're talking about the insured, we're talking about whose life is covered, right? That's typically the person who owns the policy and pays the premium. However, it is possible for the policy owner uh, and the person who pays the policy to be someone other than the insured. So- right. So, think of it, let's think about that for a second. So... You know, if I have a life insurance policy on myself, yeah. I'm not only the owner, but I'm also the insured. Exactly. But I could have a policy on one of the kids we have, mm-hmm. and the policy would be on their life, so they're the insured, but I'm still the owner, which means I call the shots. I call the shots on when they can access the money. I call the shots on what happens in the policy. It's just the policy, the life insurance policy itself is written on their life. Yep. Very yep. well explained. Exactly. Uh, And so the second component we have is the beneficiary. That's the person who's going to receive the funds from the life insurance policy. It could be a person. It can be an entity. You can uh, leave it to um, different entities. It doesn't always need to be an individual. Yeah, it could be a trust, right? Yep. Um, But it's, it's where the money goes when you die. 
Yeah. That's the per that's the, where the inheritance goes. Right. Um, and we'll talk about the taxation of that in uh, another conversation. The premium, what is the premium? Well, that's money that's paid to keep the policy active. Premiums can be paid in lots of different ways. Um, they can be monthly, they can be annually, they can be uh, semi-annually. Sometimes we pay the premium all at once. So there's lots of flexibility in the premium, but the premium is the amount of money you pay to own the policy. And then the fourth and final component of every life insurance policy is the death benefit. Now the death benefit is the money that's paid out if or when the insured person passes away. Um, a lot of times we see more often than not the death benefit is not taxable. So that's a wonderful way uh, to leave money and resources uh, to the beneficiaries that you're leaving behind. Yeah, so most people get life insurance for really one of two reasons. Either they um, have a lot of expenses, right, that if they die, they're on the hook for, so they wanna make sure there's money there for the, their family. Right. The second reason a lot of people get life insurance is for a legacy. So it's like, hey, I want to make sure that the kids get X amount of dollars when I die or, you know, that sort of mm -hmm. thing. One of the things we'll talk about in future episodes this month is a third reason why uh, life insurance makes so much sense. Well, there's actually a third and a fourth yeah. reason. The uh, third reason would be to shield your money from future taxation. So life insurance, when structured properly under the right circumstances, is tax-free. Mm -hmm. It's the only other tax-free bucket where you can put your money and have it grow tax-free and take it out tax-free and pass it on tax-free like a Roth IRA. Um, the fourth way that some people use life insurance is to cover their long-term care. Mm -hmm. Um, and so there are policies out there to do that. So we're going to dive into that in future episodes this month. But just understand that regardless of why you're getting the insurance, regardless of the type of the insurance you have, those four components make up the policy. Okay. So there's two categories of insurance. Okay. There's a lot of different types of insurance, but there's two categories of insurance. And if you've been in the office and visited with us before, we may have already whiteboarded this for you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> one of the things that I love doing in the office when folks come in and visit and we talk about life insurance, is we just have like a life insurance 101 quick course, like a, a crash course, mm -hmm. right? Um, for just 10 minutes so that we have a basic understanding of how this works. So there's two categories of insurance. There's term insurance, right? And then there's permanent insurance. And here by its most basic definition is the difference. The term insurance is good for a certain period of time. They call that a term. So mm -hmm. it could be good for 10 years. It could be good for 15 years, 20, 30 years. It could renew every year and be ongoing, but it's good typically for a certain period of time. Permanent insurance is exactly what it sounds like. It's good for your entire life. It's going to be there. It's permanent, okay? And there are different components of term and permanent that can make sense when you use those types of tools. Yep, different circumstances and different situations. So a term policy basically um, is how most people buy their insurance. Most people purchase life insurance because they want to pay the cheapest amount or the little littlest amount they can 
and they want to get the biggest death benefit that we just talked about, the biggest amount of insurance. So it's it's kind of like your car insurance or your house insurance, right? It's like, hey, I want to pay $50 a month and I want to get a million dollars of coverage because if I die, the uh, I have college educations to pay for. I have a big mortgage yeah. to pay off. So that's how most people purchase their life insurance. They don't look at it typically as an asset. They don't look at it as a stock or a bond or an indexed annuity or Mm -hmm. anything like that. But Mm -hmm. let me tell you something. Life insurance, when structured properly, is probably one of the most powerful asset classes that an individual can own in their overall net worth and portfolio. That's absolutely true. Honey, don't you think um, a lot of times when we're visiting with folks like the 60-year-olds will be like, I've saved so much in my 401k and my IRA and they're really loving that money. But do you agree that our 80-year-olds after they've lived a, a large portion of their life say, this insurance policy is the best thing I could have owned. I'm so glad about this. Absolutely. If I've heard it once, I've heard it a thousand times. If I had a nickel for every time yeah. I've heard it, um, you know, I'd be I'd be probably retired this second. How many times folks in their 60s have come in and visited with us and basically said, yeah, I've got this insurance. The kids are grown. The house is paid off. I'm going to let it go. Yeah. I mean, it's it's astounding. Yeah. And it's not necessarily that that's a bad idea, but it's a, I'll tell you right now, honey, it's a lack of education. Yeah. And it also reminds me too a little bit of, you know how you always thought about being a parent, but not until you had kids, did you really right. understand what being a parent's like? This is kind of the same thing. Yep. You don't really understand what it's like until you're older. Absolutely. And so one of the things that's so important and why we're doing the, the, this whole month on life insurance is because it is a very powerful asset class and tool to put into your retirement plan because it can cover and do so many different mm-hmm. things. It's it's the only financial tool out there that I would consider a Swiss army knife mm-hmm. where it has so many different applications to solve. And if we just took the word insurance off of it, most people would, would be running That's to go true. get it. I've but because it has a right. life insurance uh, uh, tag on it, mm-hmm. people get shy away from it because I just don't like insurance or I just don't want it. Right. But if we just started listing places like, Hey, would you love your family to inherit tax-free money? Would you love a a place you could put money and have it grow tax-free? Would you love something that could cover your long-term care if you needed it? Right. Most people would say, well, that sounds great. And then you say, well, that's called life insurance. And they say, well, I don't need life insurance. Right. Right. If I called it, if I called it a widget or, you know, something else, people would probably line up to get it. Box number three. Exactly. (laughs) So all we're saying is you need to really understand what it is and how it works. So usually people get very concerned initially with, well, how much does it cost Mm -hmm. me? It's going to cost me a lot. Mm -hmm. Right. And we thought it would be important on the first episode of this month to explain really how the life insurance companies look at pricing, pricing yeah. your, your life insurance policy. So here's what they look at. Number one, the price is going to be determined by the type of policy you have. Okay, Clearly, if you are getting term insurance, think of it like you're renting insurance for a period of time. Mm-hmm. Well, renting insurance is going to be cheaper than owning insurance. Owning insurance is permanent insurance that stays with you forever. So number one, what determines cost is the type of insurance you get. Okay. Number two, 
the coverage amount you get. So how much insurance do you actually get? The more you get, the more expensive it is. The less you get, the cheaper it is, right? So that's pretty easy to understand. Yep, and remember when we're looking for how much insurance we want, that amount is called our death benefit. Exactly. Um, the primary thing that really drives costs though are two factors and two factors only. And this is the age right? So your age and your health, okay? So your age and your health have a significant role in how much the insurance costs you. One of the things to understand is, you know, back in the day, high blood pressure and high cholesterol and things like that really shot the price up. But there's been so much innovation in, in the uh, medical field, that things that used to drive the cost up of insurance back in the day don't necessarily drive the cost so high now. Mm -hmm. And so if you haven't looked at pricing insurance on yourself, I'd say within the last three years, then you probably have a little bit of a misconception of just what the cost looks like. So one of the things we always help folks do is go through a process to see how do they qualify? Yeah. Right. right. What rating do you get? How is your health before you make that decision? Maybe it's cheaper than what you think it's going to be. Maybe it's not. But again, your age and your health determine the cost. And it's another component of that. We always tell folks, you know, if your age and your health determine the cost, so the younger you are and the healthier you are, the cheaper it is. And the older you are and the more unhealthy you are, the more expensive it gets. Well, you're never as young and you're never as healthy as you are this very moment in time. Yes. So putting this off another year, putting this off another six months, you only get older. And who knows? Maybe you're in great health now. Maybe down the road you're not, right? Hey, and that's been true, unfortunately, for, for a lot of our clients yeah, that I'll, we know I'll, firsthand that have experienced I'll tell this. you my mom, my well, mom, yeah. right? So uh, six years ago, we got my mom a permanent life insurance policy with long-term care benefits on it. About a year ago, maybe a year and a half ago, yeah. my mom got uh, cancer. Now she's doing well and, and going to make a full recovery and all of that. But here's the point. If we tried to get her that type of insurance now, she's uninsurable. Right. When we got her that insurance six, seven years ago, she got the best rating you could get. Which meant it was cheaper. Yes. With, and she gets to keep that for her whole life. So even though her medical life took a crazy left-hand turn and went the complete other way, she still gets to carry the Wonder Woman, Superwoman, triathlete rating yeah. that she earned way back then. Yeah, definitely the time to look at this is when you are healthy. Um, you don't want to wait until you feel like you need it. Exactly. And, and, and most people, unfortunately, yeah. when they decide they, they really want life insurance or long-term care, it's because an event happened in their life and that typically precludes them from getting yes. it. So this is something that you don't necessarily get for yourself today. You get it for your future self later on. Very well said. Um, the, the last thing that determines cost is uh, tobacco use. Yeah, that's a big Do one. you use tobacco? Do you not? Okay, so the type of policy, the coverage amount, your age and your health, and tobacco use really are the components that make up the cost. Mm -hmm. So as we move through this month, we're going to talk to you a lot about the different ways insurance can be used 
the tax benefits of it, how it fits into your overall plan. But for this episode, we wanted just to set a foundational piece to really understand life insurance, the terms we're going to be using throughout the month so that you have a good understanding of that. Hey there. So listen, you know, Angela and I love being local DFW retirement professionals and we help so many families in the area. You know, there's a lot of ways that we can help you with your retirement. We can perform a stress test on your current investments. Basically what that lets you know is how aggressive or conservative or how risky you're wanting to be versus what you actually are doing. We can also schedule a one-on-one consultation with one of us if you just have a one-off question that you'd love to ask us. And you're always welcome to come to one of our live financial workshops, our live events. So go to compassretirement.com and just click on schedule a visit to choose what you need from us. If you're looking for a firm that will bend over backwards to help you, you've come to the right spot. So as we move through you know, this month and we talk about life insurance, we're going to be showing you a lot of different ways that you can apply it to your overall plan and the benefits that you get from it. It's really, really important to start to open your mind up a little bit and look at this as another asset class and a tool in your toolbox, like a stock, like a bond, like real estate. You know, it's another tool that can do a lot of great things, not only for you, but for your family. Okay. So, um, We can't wait to bring you these future episodes this month. It is Life Insurance Awareness Month, so hopefully you'll celebrate it a little bit along with Angela and I. You don't have to have cake for breakfast like us. Definitely, you don't have to have cake for (laughs) breakfast. And don't do it before you try to uh, get your life insurance exam because the the underwriters probably won't like you eating cake for (laughs) breakfast, right? But anyway, listen, we'll come back uh, to you next week, bring you all new episodes on life insurance. In the meantime, if you have any questions on this or you want to know any more, feel free to call the office. That number is 817-328-6152. We look forward to talking with you next week. In the meantime, be good, and we'll see you soon. Bye-bye. This has been another week of Retire Simply. Thanks for listening. And remember, anyone can save money and just as easily anyone can run out of money. But it takes skill and a plan to take what you've saved and not run out. If you want to listen to more episodes or learn more about Compass Retirement, go to compassretirement.com. That's compass with two S's, retirement.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to tell a friend. They're probably a lot like you and would enjoy it too. Compass Retirement is an independent financial services firm helping individuals create retirement strategies using a variety of insurance products to custom suit their needs and objectives. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC. AE Wealth Management and Compass Retirement, Inc. are not affiliated companies. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This podcast is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual's situation. Compass Retirement, Inc. is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during the show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Compass Retirement, Inc.
Hypothetical examples have been provided for illustrative purposes only. It does not represent a real-life scenario and should not be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual's situation.